The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1-909-741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Welcome to the Influencer's Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion, and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, tune in, and enjoy today's episode. So our guest today is Anjum Bandari. Did I get your name right? Absolutely, yes. Of Anjum Bandari Marketing. I'm going to read your bio here because uh, I never, I'm old. I never remember the bio. So let's go. Anjum Bandari is a social media obsessed. I like that word, obsessed. (laughs) We have to be obsessed with what we love to get results. Content creating nerd. So let's pause right there. (laughs) How do you define nerd? I would say um, some. I would say it's not like um, a bad word, but something that we are we love doing and we keep doing it again and again and again and again. And we are digging deeper of knowing how it works, trying to uh, bring in all different perspectives, like you know, just revolving around it. And you turn your passion into a career, which is a great thing. She started Anjum Bendori Marketing with the sole purpose of supporting businesses to leverage the power of social media and to help them grow. And as I understand it from this, you've worked and guided 25 plus businesses. You've helped them nail their social media strategy, focusing on increasing metrics such as lead generation, inquiries, and sales. So I've got to start out with a different question. A question Mm -hmm. that I want to ask. I am, as they would say in technical manuals, an old fart. (laughs) And one of the questions or objections I think a lot of people have in dealing with social media, with the exception of LinkedIn, is using Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram. And they'd say, well, I'm too old or my Mm -hmm. audience wouldn't like it because they're too formal what would you say to people who have that um question of saying i'm too old for this for example instagram one of the common misconceptions i think is and you can agree or disagree i don't know you tell me that uh instagram is a young person's platform what would you say to that if if you were consulting with me and i brought that up it's not at all true. It's not true at all. Age is just a number is what I would say to you. <laughs> First thing. <laughs> so you are as old as you think you are. And nothing nothing is too late. Nothing is like, you know, it's not necessary that you have to be a certain age to be using Instagram. 
uh, of course you have to be 18 but i don't think there is a upper age limit that uh, it's you're saying that okay please don't use it if, if you are about 50 or if you're about 40 or if you're about 60 please don't do it. it's nothing like that it's all about how interested you are and how uh, fascinated you are by the new technology and how especially how you want to leverage it for your business because there are 1 billion active users right now on instagram out of which whoa whoa are, say that again how many there are 1 billion active users on instagram right now <laughs> you know if you feel that uh, you cannot reach your target audience among that i think you are at a loss because every business out there is trying to reach their uh, ideal audience and reach their prospects and have conversations with them with their ideal uh, customers and i think instagram is such a great platform because uh, i can sit right here and get connected with you thousands of miles away just from one message i can dm you right away saying hi and you can reply back to me right it's the power of instagram that we just have to learn it to use in the right way and you know it's it's all good And then there's a lot of stuffy people who say, "Well, my business is too. It doesn't fit our brand. Our business. We are professionals, and Instagram is for kids who post pictures of their cats or uh, young ladies in their new bikinis. Or that's what, what. If you have a client who comes to you and you're guiding them, which I'm sure you do quite professionally, you've been doing this how long now? It's almost two and a half years now." All right. So you've seen every kind of client, every kind of customer. What would you say to people who say, "Well, my audience are professional uh, CEOs and that sort of people. They don't look on Instagram. I, it will make me look unprofessional." What would you say? I want to bring these questions to you because they're not necessarily the questions th- that you've given me. We will ask those questions. I guarantee you. But I know these are the kind of things that are going to come up. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a great question, actually, because uh, you know it is it is as professional as you want to make it, right? It nobody is giving you the guidelines that you have to dance or you have to point at some text or you have to do a certain thing to be successful on Instagram. No, you just have to be yourself and do something that you are comfortable in and that stands for your business and for yourself. You don't have to do anything that makes you uncomfortable or if you feel that makes you look unprofessional. There is no one particular set rule. So you know, if you speak about dancing on reels, I have never done that till now. I have been using Instagram since. so many years and i have been getting consistent clients i have been getting consistent leads inquiries and everything in my direct messages not once have i danced on my reels because that is not who i am it's it's nothing that um, you know i don't enjoy seeing people dance or it's nothing like that it's not personally who i am so it's not that that i do my, all my reels or all my content is me speaking to the camera because that is what comes naturally to me and that is what i do good and makes me look professional right. and that is what i do and when it comes to <laughs> cat videos and cat uh, as you said so you know it is i always say uh, to my uh, clients or students or anyone it is 
when it is a professional business account you want to be treating it like one so maintain a 80 20 rule if you are comfortable and if you want to share your personal stuff on instagram and you are keen on doing it please keep it only to 20% and just don't load your feed with all of your personal stuff and speak about your <laughs> business just here and there <laughs> that is not what it is we want to see more of your business and less of your personal stuff unless you are an influencer or a lifestyle influencer and all of that kind but there are accounts for pets do you know that there are accounts for even dogs who I are so much i know i follow them free who makes so much money from instagram i mean the owners are making it but it's surely is fascinating <laughs> i follow one that's a husky dog that really seems like he's talking it's it's really interesting so i follow that too <laughs> the husky moon right the husky moon i love that one that always takes me away from doing my work so what are some content strategies that would attract ideal clients to someone's instagram since we're talking about that let's dive into it what are some ideal strategies for that yeah so when it comes to content i always say that uh, create your content with intention and a purpose behind it and the purpose is not just likes and it's not just comments and it's not just getting new followers of course it is one of the purpose because you want to expand your reach you want to expand your community and all of that stuff but other than that your also purposes must be getting your follow getting your audience into the next step of your customer journey or your funnel you want them to be interacting with you having conversations with you in your dms making inquiries about what you do and finally asking for a sale or coming into your dms and asking about your services and products that you offer so your content should be addressing all of this different different intention and different different purposes and this is where i see a lot of business owners lacking because either there is too much of promotional content that is going on that just says this is the thing that i'm selling and buy it from me and everything on their feed says the same thing and yep. you know not everyone on instagram every time wants to buy something they are maybe there to learn to get inspired to get motivated you know all of that stuff as well so either it is too much promotional content or there is no promotion at all they are just they're focusing on likes and con- uh, comments and what happens when you focus on these things is you get stuck in a content creation loop you create a content you put it out there you see you get no likes you get no comments you are back at it you are just focusing let me do something different to get more likes to get more comments but if i had the intention with that particular piece of content that with this piece of content i want to generate leads or i want people to go and click the link in my bio and sign up for my email list right then i would be analyzing the efforts of that particular post by seeing okay after i made this post what was my email list before and what is my email list now how many people signed up right i wouldn't be measuring that piece of content through okay i got only 10 likes but if 50 to 100 people signed up for my email list with that particular post and only i got 10 20 likes on that doesn't matter for me because that was not the intention that i set right. up in that right right content Right, I get it how you're keeping people from being misguided in their intent because I think the young people who are social media influencers they are looking for likes and shares but yeah. you, I think what I hear you saying or my interpretation of what you're saying is you want to get people to stay in the conversation with you. The Instagram is a means of creating conversations. Yeah. Absolutely true. 
conversations are great it's great for networking it's great for getting to know people people getting to know about you and all of that good stuff so i also see people not using all of this incredible content formats that instagram has given us the instagram stories the instagram dms and all of that because they are just focused on putting out content on their feed and they're not utilizing all of these different features the live feature the collaboration feature which allows you to collaborate with your fellow creators and you get that extra exposure so and right now in 2022 instagram is providing so much focus on helping creators and helping business owners trying to leverage instagram with so many amazing features i think there is no better time to be on instagram than now than right now cool well i got to get my cats uh out of the room when i do instagram <laughs> i love cats how about creating visibility for your business on instagram yeah so when i say the visibility it's uh, it's like getting new reach expanded reach getting traction and there are several ways that you can do it initially um, you know getting discovered on instagram uh, was not as easy as it is right now with instagram reels of course because instagram reels reach is like crazy you get so much uh, reach and extra exposure through it and of course there is live there is collaboration options on instagram which all have come new to get that extra exposure you can right now go live on instagram with four people together like just imagine all of that extra exposure to all of the audience of all of the four people right so all of these good features it definitely gives you that extra visibility and earlier there was only hashtags that was like the kind of seo we had on instagram where your content was becoming searchable and your content was categorized under a hashtag page depending upon the hashtags that you have used but right now instagram is also diving in into seo and it is making your content much more categorized using the kind of words that you're using in your captions your texts and in general categorizing the content that you are creating on instagram so your the chance of getting visible and increasing your reach on instagram is is pretty good right now you know something you said triggered a thought i'm a direct i don't like to make these podcasts about me but i'm a old time direct response marketer i've been writing sales copy and stuff for a long long time longer than you have you were in the last years of your previous incarnation when i was born i'm much older than you but we always say you want to put your unique selling proposition you want to put what's different about you than everyone out there in in the market so you can make your viewers or listeners can make a distinction between you and everybody else we call it unique selling proposition not that you're going to sell so do you help businesses craft what their unique message is going to be i don't mean each message but when they have a descriptor so as i understand instagram you have your account and you say a little bit about yourself do you help them figure out what is in that little bit that describes what they do yeah yes i do that that's something we called as we call as writing the instagram bio which allows you to write some words about yourself and your account um that is that is what i i call as uh, something which acts as the first filter towards your profile which helps you attract the right kind of audience uh, to your profile and 
it's something that if that we are using to convert your profile visitors into your followers if someone is landing on our profile and they see the kind of words that we have used in our bio section it immediately tells them whether or not this is aligned with what they are looking for or is it something uh, they would want to know more about so it's something we write as i help statement and sometimes uh, a lot of business owners get stuck in using a lot of complicated words for this simple uh, statement and they make it so complicated that it becomes totally vague and there is no particular direct message in that which is what i try to avoid and tell them keep it simple keep it straight tell who you are helping what you are helping them with and what makes you unique and just write that in as simple words as possible and be direct and you don't have to go in circles and use over complicated and over emotional words to describe what you do thank you thank you for sharing that one of my mentors said if your proposition can't be understood by a 5 year old forget it and yeah. another mentor said a confused mind makes no choices and i think one of the challenges and, and let me get your your feedback you're the expert i just know how to ask off the wall questions you probably never been asked before one of my insights as a marketer is people now have the attention of a goldfish because of our input from instagram and facebook instant messenger so would you agree with that that people really need to keep that message clear if it's in any way confusing or too lengthy people are just going to tune out yes so as you said like you know our attention spans are not getting any better <laughs> we are losing our attention spans right and we want like it's just a with second or a microsecond when a person is reading your bio and trying to understand what you do and trying to make the decision also in that second that whether or not they should be following you you know so try to keep keeping it simple and keeping it aligned and keeping it straight forward is going to add and uh, to it's going to be beneficial because we are tapping them in that particular second and they are not taking forever to understand what is that you do exactly like that's the basic that's a fantastic service that you're providing the words that resonate in my mind are a clarification coach and a creativity yeah. coach you help people create uh, with to create in a way that clarifies their message and engages people in such a way that they want to continue the conversation so it's wonderful uh that you're doing this. this is a wonderful service that you're providing now i'm going to thinking now i'm thinking maybe i should hire her because i've been highly resistant <laughs> to to instagram so um getting visibility for your businesses on instagram how do you get people to look at your account as as opposed to the millions that are going on yeah so like uh, i recently created a, a content uh, i would say a content uh, piece that said how can you make sure that uh, you people are buying from you and not from any other person a b or c like how are you setting yourself apart like as we said with the content a lot of people keep asking me the same thing like there are hundreds and thousands of people that are doing the same thing like i do right and we cannot do much about that you cannot control uh, saying that okay this is the thing that i'm doing and i cannot control that other person should not be doing the same thing but you are unique and the way you provide solutions the way you provide services and everything is unique so keep doing it and i always say if you want to set yourself apart then try to share as much 
credibility and trust building uh, information that you can towards your audience, right? What does that mean? Let me ask you, what what is credibility and trust building information or content as opposed to just being entertaining? Can you unpack that for us? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to trust building and credibility, that is what sets you apart from your competitors, right? Our customers are getting, uh, I would say, smarter day by day. No one is making any purchases, especially online, without having read the feedbacks, without having read the reviews, without having seen the results that they have gotten from their previous clients. Nobody is doing any purchase right now. Even if you want to buy a simple thing on Amazon, we go down, we scroll below, and what we do is look at reviews. We want right. to know what is helpful and we want to see, we also see the real uh, images that people are sharing of that particular product because we want to see if the product is matching the description that they say it is, right? So our customers are getting smarter and if you want to set yourself apart, then try sharing, I mean, collect these testimonials that you have worked for clients with, share their results, share their case studies, share how you overcome the problems that were faced for them, like share your journey with them. That will help them. Build whoa, whoa, pause, 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 pause. That was brilliant. You're, you're dropping gold here. I hope my audience will watch and or listen to this multiple times. Share your journey. Yeah. That's such a really, really powerful thing because storytelling is essentially you're saying, tell a story and storytelling is so powerful. One of my mentors said, people want to hear your mess to success story because they can identify it. Is that, does that resonate with you? Is true? Is that something you help people craft? I think that's absolutely, absolutely love that. You know, if, it's something that what we are doing, right? We have overcome so many things and we have learned it so many years and we want people, we were helping people so that they don't do the same and they get to the results sooner. So we have, we are giving them the frameworks. We are giving them, uh, you know, the, the the blueprint, whatever we have learned so that they can do it better and they can do it faster. That's the aim. I love it. This is great. So converting followers into customers, I think we've covered some of this, but you mentioned direct messaging. Tell me more about direct messaging your your followers. Yeah, so direct messaging is actually something like it can be used both the ways. Like it can be used for inbound and outbound as well. Some people like uh, sending cold messages, uh, cold DMs as well. But the thing is, they're doing it wrong. So you know, sending uh, messages which directly asks personal stuff without having, if, if someone messages you directly on Instagram saying, how much is that do you earn in the month? Is it five figures? Do you want to earn more? You would easily be like, oh my God, who is this person? <laughs> I hate that. Why? It's spam. Yeah. It's, it's a form of spam. Yeah, why does she want to know how much I earn? So that is what I think people are misusing the DMs. Uh, You know, through your content, try to generate inbound leads into your DMs. And, you know, your content is the first interaction that they have, right? After seeing your content, you want them to be read. As I said, create content with purpose. And one of your purposes should be getting your followers into your direct messages. Ask them, right? 
it is it's as simple as that give them an action give them a specific sentence that says please do this like if you want to know more about my coaching sessions please send me the word instagram please send me the word coaching sessions and i will send the details to you or you know just tell them what has to be done so that they come into your dms and you have that conversation with them even if you're trying to cold message someone and you feel they are going to be a right fit for your business do in the more authentic way try to introduce yourself try to have that conversation at least for some time before directly going and pitching in your services that is not what we should be doing <laughs> so this takes a lot of patience a lot of consistency so this is not a one shot instant result thing you really have to be patient to make this make this work how do you i have to ask these things is this is i i think in a different way i think you can already see that this is not like the questions you normally get asked how do you coach your clients to stay with it and and to stick with it and be patient instead of going i've tried it 90 days i quit yeah yeah <laughs> so what i do is i have like a content plan that we work on together it is something that we come up with that is more sustainable that is more feasible to the lifestyle of that person okay if you are a person who does not have kids who is not having any other uh, full time job this is your full time job this is what you do then you have much more time than a person who has three kids four kids who is also doing a main job and also has a side hustle so your lifestyles are going to be different and the amount of time that you can spend on content creation is going to be different so figuring out a sweet spot for the number of pieces of content that they can create per week per month or two months how much ever they want to plan ahead is what keeps them consistent because it's all about sustainability and creating consistency doesn't have to be like seven days a week or two times in a day it can also look two times in a week it's something that you can keep up with that is how consistent you are and we focus much more on quality rather than quantity pieces of content and you know if you are a solopreneur if you are uh, one woman team one man team and it's something that you have to do it all rather than if you have a team who is working with you to create your content so that's a total different scenario and you have to work with your lifestyle to make it sustainable i like that so what you offer is not one size fits all you're tailoring it based on the, the real life on the ground situation of the people who you're helping that shows a lot of dedication and hard work and passion on your part as a coach so uh, and i don't know if you like to be referred to as a coach or a trainer or however you like to be referred it shows a lot of passion you you probably have clients that drive you crazy with their demands that i want this to work right now <laughs> so you you're, you're you're very patient you have to combine my read on you is you're very passionate very patient and very precise i think that's really cool to com- to combine passion with precision and patience i i don't think very many coaches have that so to have all three is makes you a gem i really want to encourage people to get in touch with you a couple more questions you're really good we try to keep these interviews to like 30 minutes but this is you're engaged i i feel like this is a really good personal engagement are you enjoying this by the way absolutely totally i'm enjoying this <laughs> good good i love it i as you can tell 
am horribly shy in front of the camera. I can't stand the camera. I shake. <laughs> no, I love the camera. Turn the camera on me and I'm awake and I'm, a, as they say, uh, colloquially, a ham. How do you help people who are camera shy overcome that? Oh, I have to say that I am not a very camera friendly person. I'm a very shy and very introverted person. Um, really? If you, yes, you might not be getting that right now oh. with our conversation. <laughs> but in real life, I'm a very shy and introverted person. At least I used to be shy in front of the camera way too much before than I am right now because I'm used to it right now. I'm doing it for a very long time. But if you place me in a group, like physically in a group, like new people and uh, nobody knows me and you will see me just standing there <laughs> without making any conversation and just doing what is like related to me just standing there in a corner I'm such an introverted person so it was really difficult for me to be in front of camera like it was not something that I was used to it was it was very unnatural for me to be speaking to a device I hardly speak to people like speaking to a device was like something I was like what do I express like what kind of expression should I give like what kind of voice should I be using should I change my tone of voice are they getting bored out of it if you see my previous, like the first videos that I have created on my Instagram, you can see that my voice is so low that you barely can hear me. And you can definitely say that I'm scared, totally scared. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's totally true. And then what I started doing is what I feel helped me the most is I started really very small. I started with Instagram stories. Okay, Instagram stories are like 15 seconds. You don't have to speak much. It's not like a whole commitment of creating 15, 20 minute videos and remembering all of this stuff, which is really difficult when you're starting on starting to get comfortable on camera. So I started with Instagram stories. It's like simple thing. So here I am starting my day or uh, here I am trying to do this particular thing for my client or one giving such small tips for my audience on stories. For me, that was like getting used to seeing myself on camera and also getting used to listening my own voice on camera. That is when I started really slow. And trust me, I gave myself a lot of time. That is where a lot of people go wrong. They're like, they want to get it immediately done. Like, that's not possible. Give yourself, cut some slack for yourself. Give yourself the time to get used to it. It's not something, if you're not something like used to it, it definitely takes time. Allow yourself to do the mistake. Trust me, I had scripts written. Like I used to keep scripts of each and every word that I'm supposed to say in the video because I, I was sure that because of the nervousness, I would definitely forget it. And I don't want to add the pressure of frustration of forgetting stuff and then have to trying to see it where it was. So I used to make scripts, keep it all the way and then, uh, you know, try to do it again and again, getting the tone right, getting my voice right, all of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't even have proper equipment back then was really difficult but I gave myself the time so it was like okay you're improving take it one day at a time take it one video at a time it's not a problem at all and even if the video was not up to the mark I was not aiming for perfection I was just aiming for progress I wanted to aim one video was better than the previous one that's it so that is how I grew and now I'm comfortable I can say that One of the things that occurs to me is I follow some people and they don't have professional lighting. 
They don't have a studio set up. They're just walking along. Where I can't do this because my hand will cover the camera. But they got a selfie stick and they're just walking through the neighborhood. The sound is kind of not up to par, but I think it makes them look more human. Would you say yes. that that's, that's the case? Do you advise your people not to have it all polished and... and you know, that is what has changed over the years on Instagram. When initially Instagram was out, everyone was just aiming for perfection. Perfect lighting, perfect profile grid, perfect aesthetics on Instagram, perfect looking person, filters out there. So everything has to be perfect when it was on social media. But that is going down. People want much more relatable content on Instagram right now, which they can relate to as a human being. They don't want to see a perfect. They don't see perfection over there. If it is if it is much more natural, much more human, as you said, that is what they, it will help them relate and connect with them much more rather than being perfect. Well, we're coming to a conclusion here. I want to thank you for being a great guest. You've dropped some really good, what do you call it, mic drops and some gold nuggets. You have a free training. What's the name of that training? Yeah, it's called How to Sell Using Instagram Stories because Instagram Stories is my favorite feature. So that is what I've created a training on. It gives my audience all the different kind of formats of Instagram Stories that they can use uh, and rinse and repeat all of these formats so that they can sell with ease on Instagram stories. And how do they get that? What's the URL for that? Oh, they can uh, go to my website simply, which is anjumbhandarimarketing.com. And as soon as they land on that website, the can first you, pop-up. Can you spell that? A, it's A-N-J-U-M. B-H-A-N-D-A-R-I and marketing. Thank you. You've been a wonderful, wonderful guest. Can I just ask? I know this is wonderful art on your left hand. What is that? What do they call that? It's henna. Henna. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. And we will put your information in the show notes. All right. Thank you for being on the Influencer's Edge. Thanks, everybody. The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1. 909-741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques so you can leapfrog over the pack at sales, influence, and persuasion. Remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one. We look forward to seeing you again on the Influencers Edge Show.